Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. Hey, everyone. In today's episode, we are talking virtual, virtual trade shows. The world's going virtual, right? Because we can't have in-person events right now. And until then, we've got the virtual world so how do you do it? If you're going to have your own virtual trade show or you're an exhibitor at a virtual trade show, I'm going to give you my 10 must-dos to get the most out of these events and make sure you are rocking it with your results. So let's get ready to dive in. How about some virtual music? Welcome to Trade Show University, the ultimate resource for marketers, planners, and business owners looking to create results, increase revenue, and maximize their ROI for upcoming trade shows. We'll help you navigate the complexities of trade shows, set the right goals, find true success, and get the most out of each experience for you and your team. It's time to get your PhD in ROI with your host, the man with over 25 years of trade show experience, Jim Cermak. Hey, it's Jim Cermak, and welcome back to campus here at Trade Show University. Or maybe I should na rename this campus Virtual Trade Show University. Man, a couple episodes ago, I gave you a few quick tips for exhibitors and attendees when holding or attending a virtual trade show. I got a lot of feedback and a lot of uh, people saying, hey, I need you to go a little deeper. So here we are. Uh, here we are. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to go deeper into the topic of virtual trade shows. And I'm going to give you my 10 must-dos for a successful virtual trade show. But before I dive in, I need all the small businesses out there to pay attention to a quick message from today's sponsor. Hey, small businesses, have you ever thought if people only knew our story, we'd have more business or if they only knew how much better we are than our competition? But with a podcast interview, it is possible. On the BizFire Business Spotlight podcast, we feature amazing small businesses. And now is your chance to tell your story. A professional interview done on a podcast not only can let the world know all about why you're better and special, but gives you the credibility your business needs for growth. It's like getting a 20-minute commercial for your business. Listen to this testimonial from Adam Esker, owner of Rivalry Brews. Our BizFire Business Spotlight episode has brought us so many qualified leads. We were able to create amazing content and a cool interview. Reaching so many new potential customers because of our work with Jim and the BizFire team it was a great investment for our business. So are you ready to have the power of a professional interview put your business into the spotlight? Then get over to IWantTheSpotlight.com. That's IWantTheSpotlight.com. There you can listen to the Rivalry Brews episode and see all that you get with your interview. Then fill out the application and type trade show in the offer code box, and we'll throw in the code to put your interview episode right on your website. It's a $47 value at no additional cost. Just use the code trade show. 
You can check out all the episodes by searching for BizFire Business Spotlight. That's B-I-Z-F-I-R-E on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you like to listen to podcasts. Then get over to IWantTheSpotlight.com today and let's get your business into the spotlight. Okay, we're back. And like I said, we are diving into my 10 must-dos for hosting a virtual trade show. Or if you were invited to exhibit at a virtual trade show, this is what you got to do. Go through these steps, go through these must-dos, and you are going to improve your odds for success. So number one, and this is the most important, you got to know your audience inside and out more important than ever you've got to know your audience because you can't connect to them one-on-one you can't ask them a bunch of questions and get those answers and and change your message you've got a lot of one-way communication with a virtual trade show so first of all you've got to know your audience what are they looking for that you can offer What are they going through, especially now understand what they're going through as an industry, as a market, or if you know you're going to have specific customers in your audience, you got to know what they're going through. Are they up? Are they down? Are they thriving? Are they really hurting right now? Understand what they're going through. And make sure you're setting the right time of day. If you're hosting the event, you know, is your audience business or are they consumer? So if you have it in the middle of the day, are you missing out on some of the consumers that might be at work? Or you know, if you have it at night, are you missing out on your business audience? Another thing is, is it a local uh, audience that you're going after where they're all in the same time zone? Or is it regional where you're covering a couple time zones? Or maybe it's even global. With, the, with these virtual events, you could be doing global. You could be touching people in other countries. So when should you host your event to take advantage of where you know your audience might be? So number one, you got to know your audience, know everything about them. And then you get on to number two because you're going to be setting your strategy. So number two, set your strategy. First, I want you to think about, you know, when you do trade shows, what is it like? When, and especially if you're good at trade shows, you've had successful trade shows, don't change everything just because it's virtual. Think of how your trade shows are successful. Or maybe you've seen other exhibitors that are successful or you've been to shows where you think things are done the right way. Try to incorporate these things into your trade show. Next, is this gonna be a one-time live event or are you gonna have replays available? How you're gonna do this is going to affect how you plan, so make sure you understand that. Next thing you wanna understand is what do you want people to leave with? What is the feeling that you want them to leave with? What information do you want them to leave with? And what is your call to action? Do you want them to click on something? Do you want them to send an email? Do you want them to visit your website? Do you want them to download something? Do you want them to pick up the phone? What is it you want them to do? Make sure your call to action is really, really strong. Not only really strong, but how are you going to have them do it? Make it super simple for them to do what you need them to do. Okay, so that second thing is set your strategy. I'm just hitting the surface here. Obviously, it's a lot more in-depth than that, but I hit a couple of the key points. So number one, know your audience. Number two, set your strategy. Here's number three, set your goals. I can't stress this enough. Set your goals. And if you really want to dive into setting your goals, go back all the way to episode number one of Trade Show University. It's all about setting goals. And if you really want to do this the right way, Get over to my website at tradeshowu.biz, that's tradeshow, the letter U dot B-I-Z, and sign up to get my ultimate free goal-setting guide just for trade shows. 
It is fantastic, and it's all absolutely free. Absolutely free. Just get over my website, tradeshowtheletteru.biz. So set those goals. What will what will success look like? And then set goals to make sure that 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 happens. Don't just do something. Don't just have this virtual event and say, we did it. We had a virtual trade show. You got to have a payback, just like you would, even if you're not spending all the money on travel and and shipping out your booth and all the people out of the office for days. Even if you're having a one-hour, two-hour, three-hour event, whatever it is, make sure you are getting a return on that time and a huge return. And you're only going to do that if you have those goals set. So make sure it's something measurable that you get out of it. Number of downloads, number of phone calls, number of appointments set, number of demos scheduled, whatever it is, make sure that you have those goals set. Okay, number four, you got to promote, promote, promote. It's not like a, if you're doing your own show, it's not like you have all these other uh, these associations and, and all these other booths that are drawing people to Las Vegas or whatever city that you're hosting your event in. You have to have people coming to your website or coming to your virtual event. They're clicking on it. How do you do that? You got to promote, promote, promote. Use social media. Use email. Hey, invest in some banner ads on Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram or wherever your audience hangs out. That's what you got to do. So if you have, if your audience is on Etsy, then advertise on Etsy. If your audience is on Instagram, advertise there. Facebook, all the social media platforms, make sure you know where your audience is at and then advertise there. How about giving an incentive for people to attend? They attend, they will get white papers, they will get downloads, they will get discounts, they will get free products, they'll get free services. Give them an incentive to come along, okay? So that's number four, promote, promote, promote. You can't do this enough. Number five, get people to register for the event. You know, whether this is a free event or if you're charging, get people to register and it allow you to set your own expectations. Plus, once they register, they're more likely to show up. They've made that little mini commitment. Even if it's a free event, they've made that little commit, mini commitment. It's on their calendar, and it's going to pop up and remind them, and they're gonna be, they'll be there. More likely than not, they will show up for your event. So make sure that you get them to register. And that way, you're also going to be able to understand, hey, did, did 10 people register? Did 100? Did 1,000 people register? Set those expectations so that you can play to that audience. Here's an idea. When they're, when they're signing up, when they're registering, get their physical address. Send them something in the mail ahead of time. Maybe you mail out an agenda. Maybe you mail out a promo item. How about some of those boxes of promo items that you bought for this, this year's trade shows that you're not using because you don't have any trade shows to go to? Mail them out. You have got so many options here to make a difference. Do something a little different. Everyone's doing virtual. Get something physical into their hands in the mail to make a difference, and it's really going to help them light up, and you're going you're gonna to set yourself apart. So do something different and use registration as the key to that. All right, so number six, find a sponsor or two. You know, if you're doing this event by yourself, reach out to a vendor or a partner. Help them to sponsor your event. They're probably looking for new ways to reach an audience as well. There's great opportunities there. It could be a fantastic promotional opportunity for them. Plus, it helps you to do more because now you have some more money. Maybe you can invest more in some ads and do more physical mailings, things like that. And guess what? They'll probably also help you promote it. 
<laughs> so you're going to be able to use their mailing list as well. They can sponsor your pre-event, a post-event mailing, perhaps. There's a lot of ways you could do this. Get creative. And when you find someone that's willing to step up and, and be a sponsor, then brainstorm with them. You know, two heads are better than one. Get creative together and make your event really, really special. So find a sponsor. That's number six. Number seven, make sure during your event you're getting as interactive as possible. You know, as people join in, call out their name. As they pop into the chat, call out their name. People love when they hear their names called out. Now all of a sudden they're engaged. Just something that simple and that quick. Let's us know that also the event is actually live. It's not pre-recorded. That, and that is that means so much because we do have a lot of pre-recorded stuff that that goes out as pretending to be live. So make sure it's really live if you're doing it that way. And not just be interactive, but encourage engagement. Give them opportunities to chime in, to put questions in the chat feature that you're going to acknowledge, you're going to read, and you're going to answer. And if you are planning on using that chat feature, make sure you have a moderator monitoring the chat so that your presenters aren't taken off of their focus. They could present, and then you could have someone else feeding the questions to the presenter and bring up those great questions and those great talking points. And call people out who ask the questions or make these great talking points. You know, if your software allows, maybe even open up their microphone so they can have a conversation with you. I know a little risky there, but guess what? You're creating huge audience engagement and you're getting those people really, really feeling like they're part of the event. Okay, it's more like a real trade show. Some other things you could do to be interactive, run some quizzes. How about having some games or maybe some polls to get people involved? Give them some networking opportunities. Maybe if uh, your software allows, I know Zoom has breakout rooms. You could break people out for a few minutes, give them some discussion questions to talk about, and then bring them back into the into the big audience again. So get as interactive as you can. That's must do, number seven for virtual events. Number eight, go through your entire show, your presentation completely with your team ahead of time. Don't have the first time that you do this all through be in front of your live audience. Oh my gosh, this is a huge chance for errors, especially with technology. Work through any of the tech troubles that you see that pop up. Make sure that you have some people that can give you good, honest feedback <laughs> to tell you what they think about your presentation and what they think about this whole virtual show. Have them tell you if they were bored to tears and they just wanted to, to tune out or if they were truly engaged and leaning in on your every word. Make sure you've got good people to tell you that. Also, have them tell you, are your slides or your graphics, are they easy to read? Are they easy to follow? Are they getting lost because the type is so small or hard to read? You know, are you loud enough? All those tech issues, make sure you work through those. Have Go through this once before. It will be worth it. That's going to pay for itself 100 times over versus making those mistakes in front of a, a live audience. So that's number eight. Go through it completely ahead of time with people from your own company or your hand-picked audience. Must do number nine, know your technology. Oh, my gosh understand it. Everyone's new. We're all new to this this technology and we're getting better at it. But understand what features are you planning on using? 
There's so many available today with breakout rooms and and uh, sharing screens and all this kind of stuff. Some is simple, some of it's complex. You know, if you're going to be having multiple speakers, know how to smoothly go from one person to another. There's nothing worse than, and I'm sure we've all been there, where you're at, you're watching a presentation, you're doing a, a Zoom meeting or an online meeting, and uh, it's like, uh, how do I do this? What button do I press? And they're they're talking back and forth, and all of a sudden, uh, the whole audience, you've just lost them. You've just lost them. Make it super simple for your attendees to stay engaged. And you're going to do that by being as smooth as possible. So test out everything ahead of time. Also, make it super simple for your attendees to register, to log in, to interact. Whatever you want them to do, make it simple. And then you're going to do that by knowing and understanding your technology. That's number nine. Know your tech. And finally, number 10, number 10, I think this is a must do, although some people might think it's optional, but figure out what other fun ideas can you incorporate into your trade show? You know, did your company usually sponsor after hours networking events? Maybe you could still have one. Maybe the people that registered first, you can have a VIP list and you're going to say, hey, afterwards, we're meeting for another hour and we're going to do all networking. And and maybe, oh my gosh, you can do some, you can do so much fun stuff. Make this for your VIPs, your best prospects, and you can even send out a special box ahead of time. Maybe with a bottle of wine, or some craft beer, or maybe even a, a box of food or something, so that when you get to your your quote unquote after hours event. Have them pop open that bottle of wine or that craft brew and join in on the fun and on the networking. You could do so much cool stuff with it if you just get creative. Now, if it's a longer all-day event, send out a box lunch to your attendees to make it easy for them. You know, reach out if, especially if it's a low, you know, if you have a local event, reach out to uh, a local vendor. And so that everyone's got the same kind of box lunch, make it fun. You know, you might, this might be for a charged event, not a free event, but that's up to you, however you want to do it. Here's another idea. Send out some swag ahead of the event and then have drawings for those who maybe wear this, the swag or display it during the event. Make it fun. Have them bring the branding. So everyone is bringing the branding to your event. Here's another thing. Make your breaks fun. So if, so if your event is going to be more than an hour or so, plan in for breaks. You know, the last thing you want is your audience feeling trapped and and thinking they're going to miss something by getting up and, and uh, stretching their legs or going to get, grab another cup of coffee or whatever it is. So tell them, hey, at 10 o'clock, we're going to take a 10-minute break. You can get up, stretch your legs, get something to drink, refresh your uh, beverages, get get a snack, and then we'll meet back here at 10.10. And then make those breaks fun make them interactive maybe you have some trivia on screen maybe you have someone answering questions how about hiring a musician or a magician to entertain the crowd for 10 minutes during that and maybe they can be one of your sponsors or someone could sponsor that break get your thinking caps on get creative really the possibilities are endless with this so that is must do number 10 have some other fun ideas. Just get creative. Be fun. Have fun with it. Get your audience to remember your virtual event. So there you go. There's my 10 must-dos for having a successful virtual trade show. 
I got to ask you, what are you doing? Have you been to any that you've seen? Wow, this was really great. Or have you tried something that worked really well for you or just bombed? Let me know. Shoot me an email at jim at tradeshowu.biz. I would love to hear from you. And then come back and we're going to keep bringing the value each and every week as we get through this time so we can get back to live events. And I hope I see all of you at a live event sometime really, really soon. But until then, keep rocking those virtual shows. Listen to these uh, other episodes. Go back. There's a lot of great tips and things that you could take from live events and put them into a virtual event. So I hope to see you at a live event again soon. And again, until then, stay safe, stay healthy. My prayers for everybody. Stay healthy so we can get back to these live events again. We'll see you next time here on campus at Trade Show U. We've come to the end of this class here at Trade Show University, but we encourage you to never stop learning. We have plenty more resources and information available on our website, tradeshowu.biz. Be sure to sign up for our mailing list for exclusive insights and information to help you get your PhD in ROI. You'll find all this and more at tradeshowu.biz. Until next time, class dismissed.